your exclusive home of the D-backs. Diamondbacks. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. D-backs manager Tori Lovello joins Burns and Gambo to talk D-backs baseball. The sports fans here in the Valley, we should all just relocate to the Mile High City for this weekend because you get a little double dip if you wanted to. You can watch the Suns take on the Nuggets, Game 1 on Saturday, Game 2 on Monday. And then you could also watch the Arizona Diamondbacks take on the Colorado Rockies. It is the place to be. And joining us right now, right in the middle of all of it, the manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks for his weekly visit, Tori Lovello, joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Tori, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good, guys. How are you? Good, good. I, we got to start with, with Zach Gallen. I mean, to me, as, as a diehard baseball fan, I would I always preferred the one nothing, two one, three two games than uh, you know nine eight, nine seven, seven five games. I loved watching Seaver against Carlton when I was a kid, and then Ron Guidry pitching. Watching Zach Gallen brings back a lot of memories for me of, of watching a great pitcher go out there and you know just dominate games. This is what three games in a row now, 41, 41 and a third innings uh, last year, and now he's got 28 this year. What are you seeing with Zach Gallen so far? Yeah, first of all, I'm with you, Gambo. Um, in my core, I've told you guys this many times, pitching and defense is the constant. It's, it never goes away when you got it, and, and you're you're doing it above average. You're going to be in every ball game, and that gives you a chance to win. So um, now what I'm seeing is somebody that is, that is, you know, continuing to learn about himself, continuing to learn about his strengths, his limitations, trying to eliminate the limitations. That's who he is on the four days in between the starts. And then on the start day, it's a great game plan that he's come up with, with, with our, um, with our run prevention team, and he goes out there and executes. He makes pitches when he has to. He makes pitches in the right area, in the right space, the right velocity, with the right shape, and it's resulted in another unbelievable run. So it's good for all of us. You know, you come to the ballpark, you feel really good about the fact that you're going to win a baseball game, and he deserves that. The first two starts, the, the Dodgers and, and the Padres, he didn't pitch very well. Right? He walked you know, a bunch of guys in that Dodgers game. He gave up a bunch of hits and runs against the Padres. What do you think it was? Was it just, you know, the ramp up to to get to that point or just trying to adjust to the pitch clock? What's different from the first two starts? Yeah, I think there were some new normals in baseball. The, the rule changes may have had an impact. You know, whether he was going to call his own game, which he started to do um, after that first start, whether um, the pitch timer was going to bother him, getting up on the mound and reloading quickly. There, there was so much that was going on around him. I think that uh, you know, in our preparation through the last few days of spring training, we really tried to simulate as much as we could so the game didn't speed up on any of our players. But you know, I don't think anything sped up on Zach. I just don't think he was at his absolute best because there were some distractions and he's a very routine routine oriented guy but you know making adjustments um, and being adaptable is a really important part of our culture and he's figured it out and obviously he's done very well. Troy Lovello our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show for his weekly visit Diamondbacks in Denver today taking on the Colorado Rockies a game that you'll hear on ESPN 620. Troy as the story goes when Brent Strom took the job as the Diamondbacks pitching coach one of his buddies apparently sent him a text or called him and said if you don't win a Cy Young award with Zach Gallen, you're doing something wrong, or words to that effect. What impact has Brent had on Zach in this in this kind of rediscovering of himself over the last season and a half? Yeah, just what you think. Um, you know, you got one, one of the best pitching coaches in all of baseball, um, and and he's run into some really good. 
starting pitching that has developed, and he's also taken guys like Greinke and Verlander and Cole, uh, who were probably in the you know mid to back end of their career and taking it to the next level. Um, so I think with with his mind, uh, with his ability to continue to teach, and and Zach's. Um, Zach's interest in continuing to grow and learn day by day, it was a great marriage. And the one thing that, that I know from Strami is he will not let you sit still. He will not let you be complacent. He is going to challenge you every day to get better and be a better version of yourself. And Zach is receptive to that. And I think it's just been a, it's been a wonderful um, relationship that I've watched. Uh, you know, they, they, I think they have a give and take relationship, but Strami knows just where to push. He's very savvy and very smart in that area. Your rotation now with the Mad Bum move and everything that's gone down, it's very young. It's a little raw on the back end. What's your comfort level with that right now? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's obvious that we are young, and, um, and I wish we had more experience, but you can't fast forward that. You can't cheat that. It just takes time to get that get that under your belt. So yeah, I'm concerned. I'm not overly concerned, but I've watched some young pitchers last year come up here and pitch really well in August and September. So I have a strong feeling that no matter who comes up, that they can get the job done. And look, I've been repeating myself over the past probably month. Our players that come up from, from player development, when they get here from AAA, they, they are expected to contribute right away. In years past, you know, that, that 24th, 25th, 26th guy would hide on the bench until it was a Sunday day game and he can go out there and perform. It's not the case with us. Our guys need to step into this environment and produce and feel like they're able to go out as one of the of the, one of the 26 to help us win a baseball game. So that's my expectation. So we're going to continue to hammer down on that. So whoever comes up to play or pitch, they're going to have to do that. But we feel very good about our, our starting our starting rotation. They just got to go out and execute at a high level to help us win games. Is Brandon fought close? <laughs> Uh, you know, that's not my decision. Uh, you know, I, I wish I, I wish I could tell you, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. how, how close he is. I've had conversations with Blake Lawley, the AAA manager, um, and, and is, is, as well as other people inside of the player development, um, arena, they feel like he's on the right path and the right, on the right course. So how close is he? I don't know that answer. He's got to continue to grow and perform. But once again, he's one of those guys when, and if he gets here, he's going to need to come in and help us win baseball games. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. You play in a really bad baseball team in Colorado and if you guys want to be everything that we think you could be and that I, I know you think the team can be, you got to take care of business against bad baseball teams. The Rockies are the worst in the National League. They're one of the three worst in baseballs. Do you do you approach it that way? Like, hey, you know, we're the first place team now. It's us and we've got to take advantage and, and to get where we want to get, we've got to beat the teams we're supposed to beat. Yeah, I think that's what good teams are able to do, right? Um, and that's we're, we're striving to be the best team possible every single day. And what I tell them is, let's take care of today. Let's go one and zero today, and not worry about tomorrow. Um, you know, the wild card is you're in Colorado. They're they're a different team in their ballpark, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to upcode or downcode anything. We just got to put it on us. When we put it on us and we play our baseball game against any team in, in, in this league, we're going to give ourselves a chance to win tonight. So my expectation is we're going to go out and play our, our, our finest game tonight and, and shoot for perfection. And I think that leads you down a road of excellence. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have any, anybody give input about this is just the Rockies. I don't care. It's a major league team. I'll tell them if they say that to me, this, 
is our team. It's our dugout and our clubhouse. Let's take care of our business. And when we do, we're going to come out on the right side of things. Do you feel, I mean, and, and it's, I always think you need about 40 games to kind of judge a team. That's about 25% of the season. You know, you guys aren't there yet, but you're getting close. But when I look at the Dodgers, they're a 500 baseball team. Do you feel that this year, more than maybe any other year, they're a little bit more vulnerable for you to overtake them? I do. I do. Um, you know, and I, like, like I said, I'm very respectful of every team that we're going to be playing against. But, um, you know, they lost some key players. We all know who they are. Uh, they're still the Dodgers, and, and we still got to go out there and earn things every single day. So, yeah, we, we're 26 games in. Um, and in, in Gamble, we have not played our best baseball. We've played really good baseball at times, but we've played very slippery baseball in some of the games that we've actually won, too. Um, and we got to tighten that up. And, and we're young, and we're going to dribble a ball off our foot every once in a while. While. We just got to limit that. We got to get better every single day. Um, not concern ourselves with what's going on inside of our division. We know that there are other teams that are very good inside of our division. Um, whether it's an advantage or disadvantage, the schedule's changed. I don't know. We just got to take care of our business. Skip, I loved what Jake McCarthy brought to the team last year. And when you traded Dalton, you know, I know you went out there and you got Lewis and you got Goriel, but I still figured Jake would be a big part with Alec Thomas and, and Corbett in that outfield. Obviously, a terrible start for him, but. I'm just curious what you said to him, because I would expect that if he goes down here and does well, he'll be right back up because you could use a player like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I told him, basically. Um, and a f- probably a few more words. Um, and just said, look, it hasn't been working. You've been putting your B-swing on the baseball. It's that chip flip to, to the opposite field, maybe rolling over ground balls. And that's not you. You get into advantage counts. You walk up there in early counts, and, and you can backspin a ball as good as anybody. So get back to that A-swing. Let's finish through the baseball uh, and not worry about the outcome. It looked like he was trying to place all the balls that he was hitting. You can't do that in this game. You just got to go out there and let and let, let the barrel eat and, and see what happens to the baseball. So uh, he'll get back to that as soon as possible. He, he is one of our better players. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, it, we, we, we were all bummed that, that it didn't go well. We had to send him down. It was a very difficult conversation. But he took it well. I think he's a true pro. And, and when those types of players look you in the eye and say that they'll be back and they're going to go down and get, their, get their, their, their business taken care of, you certainly believe him. Tori, we appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend. Enjoy Denver. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Okay, guys.